Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 203 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. This episode is a little bit different. On this episode, Kate from Clear Headed Podcast asks me some hard questions and holds me accountable to breaking habits and patterns in relationships. Now, in this episode, there are definitely a few tears as we dive into relationships in sobriety and how your relationship to yourself is paramount to building and cultivating healthy relationships. It is also important to recognize that this is a safe very safe and loving space that Kate has so graciously created to hold this conversation with me and to, again, really hold me accountable for my actions. And you're going to see firsthand how this all unfolds. This is such a fantastic episode. Let's get into it. Okay, my first question, one I've been listening to this audiobook called like the gift of gathering i think okay. it's called and it was written by this woman whose literal job and profession is to like gather people together and she's the best at it like she knows how to do it from huge corporate events to one-on-one time with people intimate parties you know cool. even down to like social political gatherings people Mm. consult with her to make sure that you get the most out of like your time in this event cool and it's been it's such a good it's such a good book so far and I'm not done with it but really her main thing is whenever you're going to gather people together and like right now we're gathering together yeah The first question to be answered is like, what is your purpose? Like, what is the purpose Mm. of this? Because when all else fails, you want to go back to your purpose. When you feel like you're losing control, when you feel like the night isn't going how it's supposed to, like turning back to your purpose. 
So all of that to say, what do you think the purpose is of us having these conversations? And that could be like twofold. Like what's your personal purpose from this? And then what's like the bigger purpose? What's the purpose for like the audience, you know? Wow, that's a really great question. And I think, I think when you asked me like, what are you like, what am I afraid of? Kind of like that also led me to like my purpose. So of course, like I'm afraid of looking like being vulnerable and looking like kind of a fraud or a failure. But then when you asked me what my purpose is, it actually kind of remedied that feeling because like the purpose of this conversation is to show you and tell you like the amazing gifts of like doing the work, being self-awareness, like learning about yourself. And that's like an ongoing thing. And like, that's exactly what I'm doing. So like basically practicing what I preach and what I tell like my clients and what I tell everyone, like, like on social media and on the podcast, like I'm literally taking my own advice and like a like living proof of like doing the work on yourself, like finding out what makes you tick, like what you need, what your like needs and wants are can shape and change. And like this growth and evolution is like so incredible and can yeah. only like bring you amazing things, like so many possibilities and opportunities. Like I keep saying like, oh my God, the world has so many possibilities and opportunities, but like it it really does. And I think by like having this conversation with you, like, and, you know, going through these patterns and like these experiences because relationships are so important and vital you know, in our lives, like they're, they're a huge part of our lives. If not like the main, the main thing in our lives, right. Like connecting with other people, um, whether that be like professionally friends, loved ones, family, like how we relate directly impacts our life. And so learning about yourself. And I just, it's just like a huge freaking lesson, like so many mind-blowing experiences about learning about myself and how I relate to people has literally changed my life and so yeah that's (laughs) it that's the purpose (laughs) okay I love that I think that's a purpose I can get behind cool um (laughs) when you're saying like relationships I just think about yeah like for so long I think even if I wasn't aware of it at the time, like alcohol was the only consistent relationship that I had. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, like you touched on, like I think the pattern that I had or like the dynamic that I had with alcohol was like what I seeked out, stuck out. How do you say that? Like what I was – seeking out in personal relationships because it was like the longest term relationship I had had was with alcohol. Like from the time it was like 15, like it was the only constant in my life in a weird way. I think that's how I shaped 
my definition of love and stability was like what alcohol was to me. Mm-hmm. And then as that changed and I realized that that was expired, like that didn't work anymore and maybe it never really did. And you're processing like the grief of having this mm-hmm. thing you've, you've, you've leaned on for so long, not yeah. being there and you not wanting it there. Yeah. That evolution I think then was mirrored in like the evolution of how I saw myself and what I needed in other people too. Yeah. And I like, does that resonate with you? And yeah. can you think of like a similar pattern where the relationship with alcohol was mirroring your relationships in like a romantic way at the same time or after? Yeah. I think it's also like, I've also trying been trying to make like alcohol just like this one dimensional thing. And unfortunately, like alcohol has been like fitting in and and filling so many needs and wants that it like changes, if that makes sense. Like, yes, it's not just like, oh, I use it for this at like one and done. Like the thing of like what makes alcohol so like enticing and so like that bond and that like it's not a bond. It's like a, it's an attachment, mm-hmm. you know, that makes that, that hold so strong is because it's multifaceted. It's hitting so many different things. So like, you know, in real, in terms of like relationships, like alcohol, sometimes it would be like really great. And then sometimes it would be horrible. Like I could either yeah. be like, raging partying like have like the time of my life fun happy carefree or I I would like be extremely like violent aggressive like taking on bouncers with like a chair like it was like WWF um very attractive or like crying and balled up in the corner and unable to like control my emotions and just having this like just complete overwhelm and just bawling and crying like hysterically. And that was like completely true of like how I also like felt and acted in relationships. Like I would either be extremely hard, tough, cold, throw up these walls, like nothing's penetrating this. Like I'm so tough. Like, look at me, WWF. Um, or I would be a complete like basket case, like not be able to regulate my emotions and like let it take the wheel. Yeah. So yeah, um, there's so many similarities. Did that happen like even after you stopped drinking? Like, was it still that? Did like the tumultuousness of relationships replace the tumultuousness of a drinking relationship? I do have to say like it did maybe like calm down a bit, but those key like urges were still there and those key like kind of freakouts. Like maybe they weren't as dramatic or exacerbated as like when I would be drinking, because let's be honest, like when you're drinking, like no holds bar, like <laughs> totally. it goes wild. Right. But like when you're sober, you kind of have a little more like wherewithal. You're like, oh, OK, like maybe don't throw a chair across the room. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> right. But you will kind of do things or think things that are almost equivalent to throwing a chair across the room. Mm. Right. So like that negative self-talk or like these crazy like thoughts, like, you know, a fear of abandonment, like that will take over and it will literally be like throwing a chair across the room, but in my mind or like emotionally, like I would kind of beat myself up. Yeah. Do you think you're still there? Like, is that something you still are managing? Yeah. I mean, I think it's still, it's definitely still there. And I definitely found like finding out, you know, like coming to the realization that, Hey, I have anxiety, <laughs> like, hey. but like actually, and and not just like, you know, being, having trendy anxiety, which like, you know, TikTok but like anxiety, TikTok yeah. anxiety. Yes. But like actually being like looking at my behaviors, looking at like when these behaviors come up, like where do they stem from? Like, yes, my grandma was anxious. My grandpa was anxious. My mom is anxious. My dad, like everyone in my family, all my brothers have anxiety. I also have anxiety. And for so long, I totally like fought it off. I thought I was just like, not a big deal. Oh, I'm just like, I just get nervous in situations. But, like, if I actually kind of, like, sit and look at, like, my behaviors, again, because they're consistent, right? Like, we do things consistently as much as, like, we like to think that we're just, like, unique and just, you know, things just happen once in a while. Yeah, we we got some, like, solid patterns and consistent shit going on. I I have anxiety. And so, like, even admitting that to myself, I'm, like, I don't take that label as like a death sentence. Like I don't take that as like a restriction. It's almost like a, oh my God, I'm not crazy. Like, okay, this is behavior of an anxious person. Cool. Like I can deal with that. Right. It's almost like, okay, I'm anxious. I'm not like a crazy psycho girlfriend or I'm not a crazy psycho like lover or partner like you know it's like yeah this is something that I I deal with it's not directed you know it may be tipped off by certain people but it's not personally a, like it's not personally attached to anyone if that makes sense yeah. like yeah. it's it's me and like cool this is something that I get to work on and work through it's not like the end of the world anymore I'm not spiraling yeah. out of control Isn't that so great how sometimes labels like deter us from yes, like that self-acceptance and sometimes labels really help us. Yeah. Like it's such, it's so unique. It really is just so unique to everyone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I got diagnosed like last year I got diagnosed with ADHD and I was like, uh, it all makes sense. Everything yeah. makes sense. Oh my gosh. I right. yes, I'm not lazy. I'm not um a flake. I'm not irresponsible. It's hard for me to complete doing simple tasks. Right. Because of the like brain chemistry that I right. have naturally occurring or not right. naturally occurring. Like totally. it's really and it it's just it's 
I'm glad that you find that freeing. I think it's yeah. like. But it's not a cop out. Like I'm not like, it right. Isn't. Like, no, no, I'm not taking it as a cop out. I'm like, okay, cool. It's almost like a signal being like, okay, like this isn't a real thought or this isn't like, you don't really have facts to back this up. This could be like, you know, Mr. Anxiety coming up and like just show and face. Totally. Do you like meditate or anything? Like, do you take pause when you have those intrusive, like anxious thoughts? I'm not great at meditating. I'm just going to okay. say it. I'm it's not a great. Muscle. It's yeah. a muscle. I mean, I like it when I get around to it. Yes. But I think just definitely like I'm, uh, I've always been a very fast person, like kind of mm-hmm. catch me if you can kind of situation, like mm-hmm. keep running and nothing will get you. Um, yeah. So everything I do is very, very fast. And my mom was like this too. Like she'd be like, oh, I want to paint this bedroom, this color. I'm like, okay. She like in literally like 15 minutes, she's gone to like Home Depot, got the paint, got everything. We're painting the fucking bedroom. I'm laughing because I'm literally the same. Yeah. I'm there. I'm same. Very, there's an impulsive element. Look, I yeah. think with anybody who had um drinking as heavily probably as we used to it's there's like a certain amount of like well actually I don't know if you this reigns true with you so I won't try to speak for you but for me I realized like I used to drink so much because I needed to slow the f down yeah and I didn't know how to manage that so I just went shut off shut it down shut it down shut it down shut it down yep and I think that there is this like I think they call it like the pink cloud or something where you, once you get sober and once you stop drinking and you feel like you really have it together, you seem like invincible, like everything is solved and everything is perfect. Yes. But once sobriety becomes factual in your life, you start to realize that there are things and hurdles that are like continue to happen. Like anxiety Mm -hmm. is real. It's not just anxiety. It comes right back up and it's just as challenging and probably even more so because you're actually fucking present to feel that anxiety you are not numbed you are not dull you don't have a raging headache paired along that you like kind of distract yourself from or you don't have a hangover to blame for the reason that you're Mm -hmm. feeling this way so like you have to confront it Mm -hmm. or it'll confront you yes (laughs) Yes. It's like, who's going to check who? Who's going to yeah. check who? Yep. I think. Totally. Um, I hear it, but I hear you on like the fast paced vibe. Yeah. What? I And that kind tried- of like leads into my relationships too, right? Like I have been up until this point have been like, got to find someone. Got to get married. Got to do, got to get all the things. Like this is when my life is going to start now. Like got to find them mm-hmm. now. No, 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 no. Like, why can't I just find someone? Why can't I just do this now? And that's a really shitty place to be. And try and loop someone into that. Yeah. Can I draw a parallel? Mm -hmm. I think that. Look, I'm sitting here and I'm in a happy relationship and I don't know that pressure. And I don't know. I mean, I did used to know that pressure. Yeah. Um, but I'm not in it currently, so I just want to acknowledge that. But 
I also think what we do have in common, both you and I, is that we don't drink. And you were able to shift your perspective on the social expectation of having a relationship with alcohol and managing Mm -hmm. that and drinking that and being ticking those boxes for society. Yeah. And it sounds like the pressure that you have, I feel like there's a reframe that needs to happen. Yeah. The the pressure, like the pressure in the kettle and the cooker is like too high. Mm-hmm. And it's just not meant for everyone. Just like having a fucking relationship with alcohol isn't for everyone at mm-hmm. the time in the way yeah. that people like make it seem to be. Yeah. So like Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> if you can relinquish that expectation in the same way, like you know how freeing you feel not having to manage your expectations and have a relationship with alcohol. Yeah. Is there a world where releasing those expectations don't result in feeling like you failed, but actually result mm. in you feeling like you've gained power and like longevity and self-love and like beyond dude like you're literally blowing my mind when you're just like saying that I'm just like thinking of like you know when you're getting sober and you're like maybe I can just like moderate right to kind of keep holding on because like I think the fear I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. Like the underlying fear is 
of being alone. Yes. And so, like, I I have been, like, moderating dating. <laughs> you know, like, I've been, like, settling for this. Or, like, you know, my brother just got married and has a, a kid. And, like, I'm like, okay, I got to find someone, too. You know, like, because he did it. And, like, you know, all this, like, pressure. And, like, well, if he can do it, like, I can do it. And it's, like, the same as, like, well, if he can drink, then I can drink or moderate like what the hell it's just so much pressure and it takes up so much mental real estate that you don't even realize because of freaking fear like the fear of like being without Mm -hmm. and like change and like you know in relationships it's like the fear of being like alone like oh my god am I ever gonna find someone and then like And then, like, in sobriety, like, am I ever going to have, like, fun or be normal again? Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Like, that that definitely can happen. I, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, the walking poster child of finding freedom in all of that. Like, yeah, yes, it definitely can happen. And you're, like, you're right. It has to be, like, a mindset shift. And I don't want to like, I don't want to just like plug in someone into my life just so like, I won't be alone. Yeah. Like, this isn't just like action figures where you can just like interchange the characters here. Like these are, these are people, you know, this is life. Yeah. 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 And you wouldn't want to be somebody else's plug in. No, no. You wouldn't want to be somebody else's moderate date yeah (laughs) you you want to be the ultimate you want to be the goal you want to be the hangover free I want to be the choice somebody no like I want someone to choose me and I want to choose someone I don't want to have to do it because of like the fear of being alone and that's like that is why yeah like I gotta back up the truck I think that too, (laughs) like even if I push it further, the first choice when you reframe how alcohol plays in your life, the first thing you have to choose is yourself. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with dating. What's the best for you? What is the best for you and who are you and what do you want and what do you see for yourself and how? what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And knowing yourself so deeply that there is no wiggle room. There is no moderation. Just like how you get like we are with our drinking. Like it's just a fact. Like this works and this doesn't. And I'm not ashamed of what I like and what I don't like because I'm so confident in the knowing of what I like and what I don't like that it's not even intimidating anymore, you know? Totally. Again, I'm not dating, so, like, I'm not there. But I think (laughs) – I think that's, like, a good (laughs) – there's a good theory I have. Yeah. Now you no, go explore right. it. You see if it's true. <laughs> no, you're totally right. And like, I am just like, not the person like, I don't want to be dating multiple people. That's just not my jam. You know, yeah. I am definitely 
down for like a monogamous long-term relationship. Like that's my goal. And I've been kind of like denying that almost or like feeling guilty that I even want that because I don't know, I guess like the fear that maybe it's not going to be there or it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it might not happen. You know, I mean, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's definitely not going to happen coming from a place of like fear and just like dating out of the, the fear of being alone. Yes. That is a surefire way to like attract the wrong people for me. Right. Yeah. So, you know that. So like, cool. That's, I think like one of the biggest hurdles. Yeah. First, you kind of got to like sit and be like, okay, this isn't working. (laughs) This is not working. Yeah, Um, totally. Okay. So we kind of had a mind blow moment, I think. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Um, How how do you like – how does that – all right. What's the game plan now? (laughs) What's your game plan? Yeah. Where do you see yourself like for the next month or for the next two weeks? Or like what are you going to do – Yeah. To like, I don't know, to do this work. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's like important to kind of give a little context of like where all this shit came from. Yes, that's (laughs) super important. Yeah. So, okay, let's just start off. You know, I did an episode with someone that I was dating. Um, I thought it was like pretty serious. Turns out like doing a podcast episode with your partner is kind of like getting a tattoo, like the modern day equivalent of death. Yeah. The like the modern <laughs> modern day uh, equivalent of getting a tattoo, like matching tattoos with your partner. It's like, oh shit. Um, so literally like after that, and I've been kind of putting off like even talking about this because it's like, ugh, I don't know, it just seems cringy to me, but here we are. Um, so like literally, I think two days after that podcast episode came out, um, we broke up and I, you know, I think she's like a really great person. Again, you know, I was going through things and I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. Like I said, my brother just got married, had a baby and I'm like, that's what I want. I have this person and he's like, don't fuck it up. And I'm like, she's like normal. And I'm like, okay you know it was just so much pressure and moving so fast and I don't know you just know when you're like gut like this can't be it you know and and I'm not saying that like in in any like offense to her like it just wasn't doing it for me no Um, and uh, honestly like you could look at it too like you weren't her person either yeah Real factual. Yeah. It just didn't totally. pan out and you learned it real hard and real fast together. Yes. Yeah. And, and as fast as it like, came about. Is messy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because remind me of the full timeline of that relationship. <laughs> I think we were together for maybe like two and a half, three months. Okay. And so like super quick. Super quick. Super, super quick. And like it was just like funny. Like we were kind of around the same age. We wanted the same things and like, that's great. But like, it's not 
like it just didn't have like any spark or like I don't know like I just kind of like was it the same dynamic was it like a different dynamic was it the same dynamic as relationships that you had been in like definitely the same brand of person so when I say same brand of person it's like pretty like emotionally unavailable like pretty cold um I felt pretty dumb for asking like simple questions uh yeah so just yeah and then some things that happened down the road yeah that's like my brand of person like emotionally unavailable okay yeah um I think a lot of people can relate to that because sometimes like emotionally unavailable feels safer in a weird way totally you don't have to like you're like you have the one foot in one foot out you're safe, right? You're like in the kiddie pool. You're like, this is yep. shallow. I know as deep as it's going to go. Yes. And maybe I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm jumping in. I'm scraping my knees. But like, hey, I knew it. I know what I'm – I know the pain I'm signing up for. Totally. Because I and know I how think, to control it. Exactly. Yep. That's also something you and I have in common. A little bit of control issue. <laughs> hey. A little hey. bit. A lot of it. That's pro- super on brand. Yeah. <laughs> with, with um. Yeah. With drinking a lot. No, control issues, both like out of control and trying to keep things in control. I'm like, ah. Totally. But it's like also being like in control, like it, it eradicates that like that fear, right? Mm-hmm. Like because you can control the situation, you can mani- mani- manipulate the situation. You kind of know what kind of like hurt maybe is on the horizon. And yeah. you're like so numb and used to like what this hurt is. Like you're basically unattached to this person. Gosh, fear so it is doesn't such hurt. a theme. Dude, it like your fears will literally sabotage your relationships. It's so fucked. <laughs> That's why it's so great to learn and understand what your fears are. So like you can address them and then like, I mean, they're going to show up in your relationships. I'm not going to say like, okay, what's you know right. your fears? Like it's over. Like right. congratulations. No, it's like, Kate, this is how you can then manage and understand why this is coming up in relationships and why, you know, this is even happening. Why are you so, even attracted to this person? <laughs> with this, with this like last relationship, like, yeah. and I guess just going on, like my fears come up in my relationship all the time with Sarah. And yeah. I think what I've learned is like communication, no matter how uncomfortable it is or messy it is, like is like the most important thing. Has that been something that has been present in your relationships in the past? Do you feel like communication is a strength of yours, a weakness? And like, does it fall into a pattern in any way of dating for you? Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at communicating. I'm not so good at like holding boundaries and like like actually taking action and like standing up for what I need and want. However, in this past relationship, that's exactly what I did. Like I stood up. I'm like, this is not okay. Like this is not like working for me. And then when I got that response of like, you know, totally disregarding my feelings and how I felt and like 
you know, kind of gaslighting almost. Then I'm like, okay, cool. This is my choice. So like, this is, this is how it's going to be, right? Like, this is how this person reacts to me expressing how I feel and like how I'm at, like a situation. I can either choose to like deal with it and be in it, or I can choose to leave the relationship because it doesn't work for me. And I left and I had zero regrets in that. Was that, are you saying that was like the first time where a situation like that you actually left like in the past have you okay you've just oh I would have hold on I would have like let it go maybe it'll change so are you fully past that habit do you think like do you feel like okay I feel like that that feels like really good and like I have zero regrets about that like in the past, I think I would have felt like really guilty and been like, oh my God, like I could have worked on it. I should have done this. I should have like mm-hmm. said it maybe this way. And maybe like I would have gotten like a better response or, you know, maybe the situation would have been different. But no, like I'm allowed to like stand up for myself. And yes. when things don't feel okay, like I'm allowed to be like, okay, this isn't working for me. I see like how you are and how you interact. Great. I don't want to change that. That is you. Mm-hmm. But I got to also do me and, and I'm out. Yeah. That's where like the confidence in your, and like knowing yourself comes in. Sounds like you really. Knowing yourself. Dude. Knowing yourself. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't say it's confidence. It's fucking scary as shit, but like. I just couldn't do it. Like, I just couldn't kind of put up with that behavior. And I'm like, what? This is like foreshadowing. Like, if this is how, like, we're going to deal with confrontations, like, I can't do that anymore. And honestly, like, breaking up so much freedom. But what uh, I did after that, questionable. Questionable. (laughs) I mean, the teaser you just Here we go. (laughs) Knock it, knock it, knock the ball that you just teed up for me. So literally, like days, days after breaking up and like, you know, I I just wasn't attached to the situation. So I didn't think I needed to like grieve or like, Mm -hmm. I was totally fine, Um, which I've never really been in, in breaking up in a relationship. So that was new. Um, I decided to like start seeing my ex. The ex that I've been like on and uh, off with for like three years. Ah, uh, just, just light that candle right back up again. Oh wow! Yeah. The comfort, the, the comfort. comfort. Were you seeking comfort? So I hear you saying that you weren't <sighs> grieving, yet you went and. Seeked yeah. out. Why can't I figure out how to say that? You went seeking comfort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I so, went I went and seek comfort and like, but the thing is, like, it's that relationship is not really comfortable. It's actually like really triggering, which I also like misdiagnose in my head as like excitement. Oh. Uh, yeah. How'd you figure that out? How'd you figure out that you've misdiagnosed it? Because time will tell. Time is a beautiful little situation. And 
it's not that exciting anymore. It's actually not exciting at all. And it, and it has like completely made me almost like sick. Yeah. <laughs> and let my anxiety take the wheel. Yeah. It just like completely doesn't work. It's not exciting. It's detrimental. And that is, again, something that I don't want. Like I keep going back to like this person who just, you know, like your parents know how to like push those buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are you in it still? Are you out of it? When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Technically, technically, uh, technically still in it, but Fine. not Here's for long. Accountability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like where it gets really real. Like, this is, you know, it's like alcohol. Like, I know it's not serving me. There's like literal red flag after red flag, like just waves of anxiety and like shitty feelings. This is not what I want. Like, why would I continue going down this path? And it's not like in my mind, I have completely detached from this relationship. Um, It's just a matter of logistics. Like, I don't want to do this over the phone. I don't want to do it over text. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm old enough that I would like to have, would prefer to have this conversation in person. If that works out, great. If it doesn't, great. Like, I can also, yeah, you know, however way that comes about, like, this is, we are in exit phase, like, we are yeah okay yeah it's in my mind i am i have left okay situation yeah i um (laughs) am curious if Mm. 
this new perspective that we kind of gained together about the similarities on like, you know, moderate dating, moderate drinking like that. I wonder if that's going to help you um, move through this like with more conviction, even though you're out like the mentally, you know, it's hard when you're in front of the person. It's hard when things are going good, maybe, or like, you know, you're enjoying the energy that day. Yep. And totally. And you will. It goes back to the swaying, you know, it goes back to the Mm -hmm. teacher of mine used to call it vagina hurt when you're like riding the fence. It's like vagina (laughs) hurt. (laughs) Oh my God. Isn't that good? That's funny. In more Um, ways than one, vagina hurt. Yeah, literally. Literally. it's, it's, It's at sitting on the fence and like, I'm just I'm curious like what do you think do you think you yeah. have more conviction do you feel like more clear about it do you need to work it yeah. through in your head more like no where are you at no I definitely um have much more clarity and you know I I know what needs to be done and I'm like I don't know I don't want to say excited to like mm-hmm. kind of cut cut these ties but like you're I ready. kind of you're energized yeah I kind of am, you know, and like, you know, obviously it's scary and like the fear of being alone is, is very much there, but also like not <laughs> like at the same time, because like, I really, it's so much easier to let go of like, what isn't serving you when you focus on like what you want and like, what is going to feel good, even though like, Maybe you haven't experienced it yet, right? Like, yeah. Which is really hard to like do. It's like believing in Santa Claus, right? Like, or like Wi-Fi, <laughs> you know, like you don't see Wi-Fi, but yet, you know, you can scroll through and you see shit on TikTok and stuff, right? Like yeah. it's there, yes. right? Yes. It's totally there. Um, and I think like my game plan moving forward is like, let's kind of just like shut down the engines, like recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, like, I think I just want to, you know, get to know myself a little bit more. I take this as an opportunity to like, not necessarily like be alone. I think I want to like focus because when I'm dating, like all my friends and like social life, just like kind of like, you know, goes on the back burner. Um, But I like really love my friends and I love being like out and like trying new things and like having fun and like without any pressure, any pressure to find a certain person at this time to, mm-hmm. my, to meet this timeline because mm-hmm. throw it out the window yeah it just time's sucks. a construct Ugh. yeah it sounds exhausting it is exhausting. i want to i want to know like because this was a, a three years on and off yeah what are you gonna put in place what boundaries are you gonna put in place to ensure that when you get uncomfortable lonely that that is Mm. that is no longer an easy reach for you in the same way you know we did that when you were not drinking what are the boundaries what is what's your moral standing 
to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Okay. Two things here. Um, This particular person loves to go like cold turkey and just like has a field day with like blocking and like staying completely away from each other. Okay. Which is kind of like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so I, I like technically couldn't even like reach out even if I wanted to. Okay. (laughs) Which is really harsh. And also like another red flag, like this is not like the type of person that you want to be in a relationship with. If someone can just like literally stonewall you like so easily. Anyways, that's besides the point. So that is kind of a blessing in disguise. And then like the other part is like, I really want to focus on things that I love and like bring me joy, which is a lot of things. Um, I really want to focus on tennis, like tournament season is coming up. I really want to like train hard. That is really exciting for me. Um, like I said, I want to, I've been saying for months that I want to have a dinner party at my place. I am fortunate enough to have like space for a beautiful dining table and dining area. Fine. Like, and I've just been like putting it off. Right. Like, I want to get like my girlfriends are the bomb and I love hanging out with them. And I would love to like, you know, let's make those TikTok recipes a freaking reality. Let's stop sending them to each other and actually make them. Right. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So I definitely want to do that. I love cooking. Like, so that's hitting everything like cooking, socializing, like hosting people at my house. Mm, Yes. Um, And, you know, I'm also open to like, I would be down to like meet new friends. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know everyone yet. I don't, I definitely (laughs) don't know everything in like the world. Like I'm down to meet new people who know different shit than I do. Broaden my horizons. Why don't you, you know, let's get it. Broaden them. Yeah. Open those horizons right the fuck up. (laughs) Okay. I love that. So we're going to close a chapter. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah. Now here, here's a hard question. Yeah. Oof. With the. Um, the solution. Ma'am. Was mm-hmm. that this person would block you and they would make themselves unavailable. Can sure. you take the power back? And could you. Would you want to. Yeah. Delete their number and block them so that chapter is closed. And this mm-hmm. is a good question because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think about that. Like, do yeah. I block them? Do I block my ex? Sure. Do I delete their number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I take that easy reach out of reach and make it a little bit harder? If they're mm-hmm. not in your phone, is that a little bit harder? If they're not right. on the gram, is that a little bit harder? Yeah. What are some like power take backs that you can do specifically with this person? And why are you hesitant to do them? (laughs) Well, I think like first and foremost, like what are you trying to like also achieve by like having them on like say your Instagram or like TikTok and stuff? Like what do you want? Like does looking Mm -hmm. at their stuff make you feel more connected to them? Mm-hmm. Cause you get like these little like glimpses into their life. Probably. And 
kind of sad that you feel more connected on the gram versus having them in your life. life. So telling, which is a huge, yeah. Reality check. Um, would I personally block them? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I really like care about that. Like I definitely wouldn't like block their number. Like, I don't know. I don't really, at this point in time, like, I don't feel the need to. Like, I don't think that that's going to send me into, like, a spiral if I see them, like, doing, like, living life. Because, like, I know this person. I know, like, what's really going on behind, like, closed doors. And so, like, seeing their shit doesn't trigger me. Like, at all. Like, I, I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, it doesn't, say, it doesn't like, really bother me. The opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. So yeah. that's like good to be there. But yeah, by not, this is hard. This is like a cha- I'm challenging you right now. Okay, I'm down. By not picking a boundary, you are defaulting to no boundaries. Mm, okay. So by saying I'm leaving it open, you're mm. you're not leaving it open to privacy. You're leaving it open to access. You're giving that person like access to you to see, to reach out. Does that make sense? Like, does that track? Yeah. Do you see my perspective? Yeah, but I'm for me, like there is no room. Like, even if they were to, like, reach out, like, I know, and I, like, after three, like, trust me, we've gone a long, like, back and forth for three years, like, and every time I knew, like, I knew when we would get back together, like, I knew, like, something would come about, but, like, I just feel so strongly, like, I understand now, like, this is actually quite, like, it's not just not getting what I want. It's actually Mm -hmm. like really disrupting my health, my mental health. Like Mm -hmm. it's so much more than just like not finding a partner. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not them personally. It's just, it's just the nature of like not getting what, what you need and want. And so it doesn't even, it's not even like about them personally. It's like the bigger picture. Right, right, right. But they are kind of like the poster child or like the definition of like that for me. Okay. So, so there's like- zero, like there's zero room. Like maybe they will reach out, like, but it doesn't matter. Right. Like, I'm just not there anymore. Okay. So like, yeah, if you want me to block them, like, sure, like whatever. <laughs> I'm like, block them right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Like, Unfollow. No, I like, just we also don't interesting... look at each other's shit anyways. Like I just think I just like, don't care. <laughs> I think I think you deserve to go one step further than not caring and care yeah. about yourself and care yeah. about your future self and care about set yourself up for success so that when you are in a really good place and this is a longevity and this is linear and you're good, 
Yeah. If they aren't, it will not impact you. It won't throw you off. A text yeah. won't, won't, I don't know, like, but I guess then you could say that you wouldn't be having confidence in yourself, that you wouldn't be strong in the future at the same time. So I don't know. I mean, I think you'll handle yeah. however way you, it pans out. Yeah. But I think you just, you always, you deserve to like set boundaries and you deserve to go further than not caring and care about yourself. Yeah. You know? I mean, I so definitely care about myself. Thought. I just don't. I just come to the realization, like, we're just two different people. And I don't like the way that this person loves is just mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. And that's all it is. They're not a bad person. Like, right. I don't think she's bad totally. at, at all. It's just like this just doesn't work like we're like two ships passing in the night we've tried multiple times yeah and it's not for like lack of love it's just we just have two different like ideas of what relationships are and like what we need and like we're just not hitting the mark here yeah that's it well I'm happy you've come to that yeah knowing even though it's a hard knowing yeah but it's also harder like staying and trying to like fight for shit that like you just want Uh, and deserve like so true it's so much harder so true yeah you're already going through tough shit so you might as well (laughs) go through tough shit that makes you like better and happier and with the the end of the day you're gonna get what you want yeah at the end of the day like it's almost like business like would you keep doing the same business strategy because like to get what you want or would you adjust that strategy to like get what you actually like fully want and need for your business like yeah duh I mean, we're not businesses. We're like. I know. Well, kind of. The business of love. Yeah. (laughs) I'm open for business. No, I'm closed for business. But you're open for business. I mean, I am temporarily closed right now. Temporarily closed. You're going to make TikTok. We're down for renovations. Uh, You know. We're down. You can for peek inside if you need, just to see a little peek. Maybe yeah. you're gonna like hop on a dating app or talk yeah. to new friends. Be open to friendship evolving. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. But yeah, like I'm down to like, yeah, like figure out what I want and like what is gonna like fill my cup instead of like chasing someone. Because that that's just so exhausting. Like chasing yeah. someone out of fear of like being alone. Oof. Yeah. Damn. That is a surefire way of not finding a relationship. Yeah. Well, not finding one that like you want. Yeah. And, like I want something to last. So. And you deserve it. Thanks. Yeah. I think so. 
Thanks for asking all the hard questions. Of course. <laughs> I'm like, you got to keep me updated. Like we're going to have to check in. We got to yes. see where, where, what you're doing, what you're working, what you're finding in real time. Yeah. So phase one of love is yourself and yeah. sitting with yourself, shutting the shop down, yeah, man. doing a little renos. Totally. And I want to know what you learned from that and if you learn and if you have any aha moments. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot, a lot of those, I'm which I'm like, him. I'm excited. Like, I think it's like, man, I feel like I've been dating for like 10 years, like chasing relationships for at least 10 years. Fuck. <laughs> I'll take a break yeah, you here. put in you put in your time <laughs> I could say that yeah yeah and who knows like maybe love will hit you when you're not looking don't I mean they say that all the time it was I know it's you so stop annoying. looking and it and it seeks you out I know what is with me in seeking sneaking stuck <laughs> what you what you seek will find you what you who knows yeah eh, yeah work on it who knows what we'll find to be continued tbc yeah but thank you friend for asking all the hard questions and holding the safe space this was really awesome i really appreciate it yeah of course thanks for letting me ask (laughs) (laughs) as you can see this was a quite an emotional conversation And again, I want to give a shout out to Kate from Clearheaded Podcast for, again, sharing that space and holding that safe, loving space to have this conversation. I feel very blessed to have friends that I can trust and, you know, bring episodes like this to you. I am totally fine with being vulnerable and open. I am not superwoman. I do not know everything but I am here to learn and grow and expand. And as you can see throughout this episode, that, my dear, is what life is all about. So if you're into growing, loving, learning, and expanding, and changing your relationship with alcohol, head to a sobergirlsguide.com because we have your back. Whatever stage of your journey you were at, we got you covered. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. We could not be doing this without you. If you have a friend or loved one who would benefit from this episode, please make sure to share. Sharing is caring. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and head over to A Sober Girl's Guide. We got you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.